because this is for the Rasa. This is for the Rasa. Rasa, Rasa. This is for the Rasa. This is Reformed Rasa. Welcome back. Welcome back. My name is Martin Velasquez alongside with my brother. Justin Corona, as always. As always. And today, uh, we're going to get it in today. Excited for another dope episode of Reform Rasa. You are now in the mix. Gracias for tuning in. So, if you haven't heard our previous episode with uh, Pastor Gabriel Nieves, powerful testimony, go check that out. Go check that out because it was very encouraging and edifying to me personally. Um, coming from that lifestyle, it was, it was it was pretty crazy to hear how God has saved him. But today, we got another guest with here. We got brother, brother, right? Not pastor. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, brother Joseph Marquez, live from the city of Whittier. How's it going? And so, awesome. yeah, so, uh, so the reason why I'm bringing it on here, bro, because you're starting something new, something to edify the body of Christ, right? That's right. All right, awesome. So we're going to chop it up and we're going to see what it is and what led you to that. But first, before anything else, who are you? Where are you from? What's your story? Uh, what, are, what are you here to share with us? <laughs> so I'm Joseph Marquez. I come all the way from Whittier, California. I grew up right there in the uptown area. Grew up atheist. Mm-hmm. And when I was about 15, he got invited to a punk rock show at a small church. What was the band? Uh, the band I went to go see is a band called Dynasty. All right. Yeah. Dynasty. You ever heard of them? I think I have. Yeah. yeah they actually go to my church now. We all go to the same church. Oh, that's uh, crazy. We up being close friends. And, and yeah, so they were all in my wedding and we're, we're good friends now. But mm. yeah, I got to stay there at that small church in Uptown Whittier. Uh, and, I, and I went there. From there, I went to Bible college, uh, began serving God. And right after Bible college, ended up at... Praise Chapel in the city of Bell Gardens, where uh, I have served there as a leader at that church, uh, mostly in charge of teaching ministry uh-huh. uh, and, and all the things from children's church curriculum to DNA, new converts courses uh-huh. to our uh, theology programs there. Me and my wife currently on a sabbatical. That's been awesome, but it's allowed me some time to... Refreshing, huh? Refresh yeah. and uh, do some new things. Speaking to my wife, I've been married nine years. Mm, nice. Awesome, uh, got man. married at 20 years old, had our first mm. daughter at 21. What, what age did you get saved? I got saved at 15. Oh, wow. That's crazy. 15 at a One of the lucky ones. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's, it's, it's crazy. You know, my family, I didn't grow up Christian. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, God definitely got a hold of me. And mm-hmm. and it's been, it's just like any other 15-year-old getting saved. There's some ups and downs. and, yeah. and But God has held, held true to his word. And he's been faithful in my life. And uh, it's all his grace. That's, amen, that's amen. That's cool, amen. man. It's uh, it's it's refreshing to hear a story like that because, uh, we we always hear about testimonies and we think right away that you gone through some crazy thing that you were once a cartel leader and then you came <laughs> to saving faith and then but now we forget that God saves you know and he he holds people down at a very young age. Mm-hmm. I mean he he uh, uh sometimes doesn't allow people to go do that crazy stuff. He saves them real young and he keeps them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's dope to, to hear a story like that. Mm-hmm. And so how has uh, uh, 
So you guys say we were young. When did you start going into ministry and and college and all that kind of stuff? So I, I was I was young, and if you if you let a seventeen year old make his decisions on where he goes to college, yeah. he makes uh, they might not be the most rational. But I yeah. I thank God for uh, I turned down a scholarship to an engineering school, and uh, mm. my parents weren't too happy about that. And I chose to go to Bible college and get significantly in debt. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, I met my wife there. And, uh-huh. and uh, obviously, God knew what he was doing. Well, what college did you go to? I went to Life Pacific Bible College in San Dimas. So now mm. it's actually Life Pacific University. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I went there uh, in 2007. Mm. So, and, and yeah. 2007, so, that's crazy, dude. You yeah. know what I was doing in 2007? What's that? <laughs> I was running the streets, bro. <laughs> I just barely got out of jail. I was 18 years old, and I was in my prime in my street days. I was not thinking about church at that time. That's a trip. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you go to Bible college, you get uh, your, what is it, degree in? in, in biblical studies in theology. Biblical studies theology. Yeah, yeah. And then you get into Ministry or how did how did that work? So yeah, I, I started attending Praise Chapel when I was there. I had I had uh, moved from the church that I got saved at to Praise Chapel, mm. uh, and I, I started serving there. Which which Praise Chapel in Bell Gardens, Bell Gardens in the city of Bell Gardens? Yeah, PCBG. PCBG. Yeah, mm-hmm. stand up. So yeah, <laughs> if, yeah, if you if you know, and shout out to the movement, which is our young adult group yeah. there that's thriving and it's 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 doing really well and it's an yeah. awesome church. I love my church family, mm-hmm. um, and I, and I've been there for. For going on eleven years now. Oh wow! Do you know the people over at uh, Orange? I know some of them. So Adam Friedrich and, yeah. and our pastor Adam Friedrich and, and Carl Friedrich. They, yeah, they they have a close relationship with my pastor. Oh, okay. So they do. Uh, they, they'll do some of our uh, marriage retreats and conferences mm-hmm. and things. They've, like that. they've you've helped out at their concerts. Yeah, uh, one of our close. I'm not going to say anything, but one of our close friends used to manage the vault. Okay. Yeah, so during all those times when they had all those concerts, yep. he was in charge of all that. So, so did a lot of skate, skate so, stuff. And yeah, stuff, so right? yeah. so a group of us guys would always be with him, helping out, set up, close up, be there like all the time, getting free, get into the shows for free and all that. That's actually right here, not too far. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. so they're near the uh, the train tracks. Right there in Orange, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and Emilio, Derek Miner. Yeah, I see, I'm seeing all them faces like more than more than twice, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, That's you know, cool. you know, it's crazy. World. Hey, exactly. It That's exactly it's what I was about world. to say. Hey, people that you run into, like you, you find out that you're connected somehow. Yeah, throughout the line. It's, That's, That's crazy. Funny. Like the dude that was here, the brother that was here uh, last week, Pastor uh, Gabriel Nieves. He knows our pastor from before, and I never knew that. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, we're all connected That's somehow. Crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. like when you go to jail, bro. You, everyone's connected somehow. They're gonna know you in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess it's I, like that. I here. wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what is it that? So what? What has led you then? You because you're starting a magazine. It's a it's a free resource, right? Correct. Tell us a little bit about it. So the Post Tenebras Society is actually uh, it's a, it's an entire ministry, resourcing ministry, right? Mm-hmm. And so our mm-hmm. first cornerstone of that ministry is going to be the Post Tenebras Mag uh, that goes into production this week. So we're really nice, excited about nice. that. Nice. Um, but. Uh, uh, growing up outside of the church and then mm-hmm. going to college, uh, Bible college, and, and myself getting into theology, and then obviously being from the, the Hispanic Latino background, yeah. um, experiencing that kind of, it kind of uh, culminated into a bunch of different things, right? And so mm-hmm. uh, in the last 10 years, I've, I've spent teaching, I've spent resourcing my local church, right? Yeah. And, and obviously, uh, as Christians, we're not called just to serve the small C local church, yeah, right? Yeah, Which yeah. we are called to do mm-hmm. that. 
but there's also this big C global yeah. church that, that we really want to reach. Right. And, yeah. and so just in that, in the effort for that seeing uh, those few things, right. That, that I'm called to also serve in the big C church, seeing that uh, I come from the Hispanic community and I also have a background in theology. Uh, I really felt in my heart as well as um, my friends that we're doing this with, um, we felt that that there was an underreached group, right? Mm-hmm. And a need is a yeah. need, right? Yeah, there's a, there's exactly. a need there, and and that uh, theology theology had been predominantly. Um, it's a cuss word, bro. It, it <laughs> is right amongst Hispanics. <laughs> yeah. if, if we can be honest, if we can yeah. be real, yeah, in the, in the Hispanic mm-hmm. and especially in the charismatic churches, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I remember going to church and hearing things like, oh, that's just head knowledge. That's yeah, just head knowledge. That's I hear just, it all the time. You bro. know, and, it, and it's one of those things where you're like, okay, God, I know that you've created me. You've called me. You've yeah. destined me to study the scriptures. Yeah. And, and so I always gave I always gave these guys this example. You know, it's like my wife, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew her a little bit when we were dating. Yeah. But if I still only knew her the amount that I knew her when we first started dating, as now we've been married nine yeah. years, been together 11 years, uh-huh. there's something wrong, right, with exactly. our relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so encouraging. Um, and, yeah, our, our church is, is predominantly Hispanic. Yeah. Um, and it's different generations, obviously, but it yeah. is predominantly Hispanic. And so uh, the post-Tenenbrock Society is an attempt first was at first to serve my local church but even to extend beyond that as yeah. in resourcing the global church and and so we're starting with this magazine we're really excited about it it's it's a theme is doctrine so mm-hmm. we decided to start it off with what we what we yeah. feel like is the driver of what we're doing mm-hmm. and it's going to be accessible and it's going to be an easy read hopefully it's nothing yeah. too crazy and yeah. we're hoping uh, to reach our immediate community first so in the in the magazine is it going to be uh like sermons written out or is it going to be like uh, just different doctrines listed out and what each one's represent or so we decided to actually take a very pragmatic approach to this Mm -hmm. one right and so uh i reached out to men that i believe had had strong areas in their life Mm -hmm. in implementing doctrine into that okay right and so uh a mutual friend that we have Mm -hmm. uh, reverend rudy rubio yeah shout out uh, to pastor rudy (laughs) <laughs> he's yeah, he's he's the chaplain for the LA Dodgers, right? And so that's his job. Oh, he is. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's, his that's job. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that. Either. <laughs> Dang, his eyebrows went yeah, he's, up. He's a pretty low pro because everybody be asking. Yeah, him, but since I'm an uh, Angels fan, he knows I ain't gonna bother him for that. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's uh, yeah. So he carries out doctrine in his daily work. So yeah. we had him mm-hmm. write a piece on your doctrine at work, right? Or mm-hmm. uh, uh, Pastor Leon's Crump out of Renovation Church in Atlanta. He also is a big leader in the Acts 29 movement. Uh, he, he's very well-spoken on culture. Yeah. So we wanted to know how, how do you think doctrine uh, should have the implications of doctrine on our culture and how we should view culture. Yeah. And so we begin to have these guys write these very pragmatic things about, mm-hmm. right? And so... Uh, we are going to have a section there of listed doctrines, but the the meat of the magazine is actually very pragmatic. It's very mm-hmm. very much written to the everyday man. Like, look at man, if you if if you're trying to figure out how do I express doctrine at work in yeah. my daily job, yeah. if you if, if I want to know how to deal with issues like homosexuality, mm-hmm. you know, or yeah. or things that the culture is pressing on me, how do I look at that as a mm-hmm. Christian? You know what I mean? And I think those are things that that I uh, I used to think. You know, in my early days of ministry, I used to be like, no, everybody needs to come up to the standard of theology. Yeah. Right? I, used to, I used to live like that. You know, like, yeah, yeah. you got to hey, have bro, all the right terminology. Yeah, and if you can't read stuff, Spurgeon yeah. today, yeah, you're yeah, not right with yeah. God. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> I get you, bro. And it's yeah. like, nah, you know, like, uh-huh. where we're at is like, okay, like, 
I've learned it, uh, through my walk and through ministry, you know, you play the long game. Mm-hmm. And so our intention is, you know, let me catch you at the first step, but I want to help you get up these other 10, 15, 20, 30 steps, right? Yeah. We don't want to just, you know, hey, come to our level, right? Discipleship. And, uh, exactly. And so, yeah. so this idea that it can be a resource, that so you're discipling somebody or mm-hmm. now I'm discipling somebody and say, hey, look, man, here's a resource for you to take home. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's what we want. We want something that's pragmatic, mm-hmm. that the dude off the streets can read, yeah. but is also readable from the guy with a theology degree. It, yeah. it sounds like almost like it's a, a theological track. Yeah, but like a magazine, and it, it kind of, kind of is right because yeah. it's because it's almost like uh, our interpretation of the gospel, uh, at least from what I've seen culturally growing up in the Hispanic church, has been yeah. uh, it's very it's very individualized, yeah. right? It's about me, mm-hmm. exactly. Right, well. and I think and I think what happens is you get like so like some, somebody was asking me this the other day, and if I had time for a quick story, uh, somebody was asking me. Why do some churches get weird? Why do they go weird after a while? <laughs> you know, and it is. I'm not to ask that because it's yeah. awkward. Yeah. yeah. But he asked me this. Why, why do some churches get weird? And I was like, you know, man, I, I can't tell you for sure because every church is different. But one thing I noticed in our churches, like as a Hispanic community, not necessarily my particular church, but mm-hmm. in churches where, where we're at. Yeah is we care so much about every individual person. Not that we shouldn't care about them and love them and reach out to them, but we almost cater to every individual. And yeah. so what happens is you start catering to 100, 200 individuals. Well, now you're just weird and you're all over the place, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's almost like we forget that the gospel is about Jesus, yeah, right? Yeah, it's not about me. Yeah. Jesus yeah. saves me yeah. and, and, I, and, and he redeems me. But that's part of a much bigger gospel that's yeah. more colloquial. It's more, it's more centered around his people rather than yeah. as his person, right? And so... Mm-hmm. Um, we, we want to make sure that we present the, the gospel in that way, right? And give an accurate interpretation of the gospel that God's, yeah, God saved me, but as a part of him, of him redeeming his entirety of creation, it's not just yeah. me, you know, it's, he's making out every right wrong. He's fixing injustice. He's not just, that's all the gospel. It's, it's the peripherals that we seem to forget though. Bro, I mean, I feel everything that you're saying right now, because that's exactly the mentality behind this podcast right here. Um, we're trying to reach those who maybe not are used to uh, speaking theologically because, uh, a lot of people that have spoken with, if you ask them what is what is the gospel, they're kind of a little hesitant. We shouldn't ask Christians. We should be like, oh, that's the golden question for me. What is the gospel? Let me tell you what the gospel is. That should you know? be the foundation, the yeah. basis that's we the all basis. know. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so through that, then comes other doctrinal questions, you know, that may come up, and we want to deal with those questions because you know, Christians, believers, they have they have questions. Can you lose your salvation? You're speaking in tongues for today. Should women be pastors? And those are not the kind of questions that we, we want to ask in the Hispanic Christian community, but right? they're really fun when you start yeah, talking about them. they are. <laughs> and I've gotten into a little bit of trouble just discussing these kind of things, but I believe that, that we need to put them out on the table. We need to talk about them. Absolutely. No, and we, we can, as Hispanics, we're not, we're not known for our theology. Sadly, we're not known for being a theological people, but we can be. Absolutely. We can be and we should be. And just like you're, you said, this, this is an attempt to do that. This is what we're doing right here. Absolutely. Yeah, so That's I feel awesome, you, bro. I awesome. feel you, man. We're on the same page as that. So it's called Post Tenebras Society. Yep. What, what, is, what does that mean? So Post Tenebras, obviously, we've adopted um, many of Luther's mm-hmm. symbols, right? And the yeah. Reformation <laughs> symbols, if you yeah. can see our thing. And then we have, we're running that. The, oh, that's cool. Oh, I didn't see that. Look at our Instagram, yeah. our, our logos, yeah. the Rose of Luther. Yeah. And, um, and so obviously a lot of the things, obviously the five solas is what we, we build all that. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. We're not leaving that, but there's, there's more to that than, than, and, and embracing Luther. Right. And so mm-hmm. one of the things that Luther did, 
which was the ref- made the Reformation possible. Yeah. Yeah. He gave the gospel to the people. Yeah. Right. He made it accessible to. Yeah. Them, he made yeah. it accessible to the everyday mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Right. And so, essentially, uh, what we see happening is is theology is becoming less and less accessible over time. Right. Yeah. It's become. Uh, whereas it, it was commonplace for a long time in, yeah. in the ha- household of a Christian, it's become something that is purely academic. It's purely yeah. in the colleges and in the ivory towers, and yeah. it's not on the streets, and it's not with our kids, and it's not. In and our if you try to it. bring it up, and 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 some circles, sadly, they're gonna say things like doctrine divides, or that's too theological you, you, for me. You know what? That that reminds me of that Spider-Man movie, the the more recent, the Far From Home. When, when him and the, the guy, uh, Mysterio, I forgot his name in the movie, but uh, how, they're, how they're talking about the multiverse. Mm-hmm. And then like, everyone looks at him like he's all weird. And he's like, hey, don't, don't, don't uh, what do you say? He said, don't, don't feel bad for being the smartest one in the room. And it's almost like, not that we're um, boasting or, or, or about head knowledge or anything like that, but it's like sometimes we're, we're looked at differently because we speak in theological terms. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think what's awesome to see, man, is like the Reformed Rasa and what we're doing. And, and just kind of, we have, a, uh, we have a small group that we meet with, yeah. right, yeah. once a month. Mm-hmm. And Dude, God's doing something, man. Bro. Right? Like, hey, I felt bad for not going last time. Dude. Bro. Like, dang, man. But God's doing something. Yeah. You know, if you think about it, like, like if we were talking earlier before before the podcast said, yeah, yeah. That about the sovereignty of God, yeah. and, and in that, mm-hmm. like, what are the odds, man, that, that you're doing this at the same time that I'm doing what I'm doing? Yeah. And, right? God is obviously... He's doing something, man. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's time. I think it's time for our culture, man, to wake up. It's time for our culture to, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's funny because I remember having a conversation with somebody uh, when I was 19, 19 years old or maybe 20 or before I got married. And it was, it was in one of our churches. And they said, you know, not everybody thinks like you. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I'm part of that millennial group, right, that everybody loves to hate yeah, on me. Yeah. Uh, I'm 30 years old. <laughs> I, mean, I just turned 31. Yeah, bro, yeah. so, so we're, we're part of that millennial yeah. group, right? That everybody's, mm-hmm. We're just a bunch of lazy, uh, non-hardworking yeah. <laughs> jerks, but whatever. Uh, right? And I remember him telling me, that, you know, man, like nobody thinks like you in our mm-hmm. church. And I remember, I remember saying, you know, I, I truly believe that maybe there isn't today, but there will be. Mm. And it's not that there's anything special about the way I think, but our generation's different, man. We've yeah. had access to information our yeah, whole lives, yeah. right? Like, mm. I remember going to a job interview, and the dude interviewed me was a little bit older, and he was like, uh, do you know how to use Word and Excel? And I was like, doesn't everybody my age? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and it's that idea that, bro, we've had computers, we've had Google our whole lives. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so the, the thing is, is that, we don't ask why because we can just look it up for the most part. Yeah. And so if we're not, as a church, a global church, feeding people the mm-hmm. correct information, they're going to go find the wrong information. The majority of what you find on the Internet is wrong, right? And so yeah. I remember discipling guys that just Google, oh, what is Christianity? And Googling, yeah. can I lose my salvation? Yeah. And they're getting yeah. these weird interpretations yeah. of Scripture, yeah. right? Or just crazy stuff out there, man. Mm. No, yeah, and so we're in the day and age of information where all kinds of information is at the t- tip of our fingertips, right? And so that po- that, that, that's also very encouraging, but also very uh, concerning uh, because we can run into some weird and, and messed up things, uh, videos, uh, articles that are from these kind of like modern day um, mega church pastors where they don't want to offend nobody. They don't want, they want to keep their audience so they ain't trying to say anything hard or deal with any mm-hmm. hard questions. So they go to them. And they get some weird, not even clear answer, but at the same time, there's access to sound 
biblical theology. And I, I think it's pretty dope that you're making an effort to to put that out there so that people can can have access to it. Theology for everyone, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's what we're definitely about right here, you know what I mean? So um, what, is it out yet or when's it coming out or how are people going to have access so to we're, this? So we're actually going to do a giveaway coming up in the next couple of weeks mm. as soon as we get our production run. So yeah. uh, we're going to cover shipping and everything. Uh, nice. If, if, yeah, it'll be to the first 150 people. Mm. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. This is going to be, uh, I cannot promise you that it'll always be free uh, <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. for the magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, our, yeah. our hopes is that it will be. You mm-hmm. know, uh, we have several other resources that we're going to have out by the, by probably mid, mid, uh, midway through the year next year, mm-hmm. uh, which include teaching material, uh, five week courses mm-hmm. uh, with full PowerPoints and notes and that whole oh, deal. Nice, nice. Um, we have a few, few, Things being authored right now, a few books being being finalized. We have a lot of nice. resources we're working on. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, maybe even a conference. No, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe one day. So we're we're still under the headship of our church. Yeah, uh, that's so. Oh, so yeah, so I got I got to I got to walk before I run, and I got to I got to you know what I mean, and I uh, um serious. I, I have a pastor. I'm I'm under authority, and and uh, hey, and we are too, bro. Yeah, and that's yeah. how I operate, right? <laughs> of course. So, so um, and I do believe in that. Obviously, yeah. I, I serve the local church, um, but. Yeah, we, we have a big vision for this, and that's that's something that's new. And 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 one thing I want to make it clear that we do this this, and I, I know you're gonna agree agree with me. We do it for the love of the church. We Amen. do it for the love of the body of Christ because we see uh, where there needs improvement. Absolutely. And we're just trying to offer resources and mm-hmm. offer something that hey, you can answer these questions and you can talk these kind of terms and and and. And have some real answers. Because this world has some questions. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. And we need to be able to answer those kind of questions. You know what I mean? You know, one of the things that fueled this a little mm-hmm. bit. If you, if you, I've had this idea for a few years now. And just been waiting for the right opportunity mm-hmm. uh, to execute it. Because I got tired of being the guy, man. Like, mm-hmm. when people, t- oh, I got a friend that could answer that question. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So they would hit me with these questions. Not that I mind ask, answering yeah, questions. I love yeah. that. You know, it's, it's, it's been my ministry for years. Yeah. But I almost want to say, like, bro, why can't you answer yeah. that question? Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. It's, it's some of them are very, very basic and yeah. foundational to what we believe. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's that, that, that to me, that began to point out, Hey, there's this void mm. in our people in the church and, and largely in the Hispanic church, man, Hispanic there's a big yeah. void for, yeah. Yeah. for like, like, like being intellectuals bad. Yeah. You know? and yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, it's, it's almost like a stereotype. Now, when you think about like a Chicano church, and I'm not even trying to put no one on a blast. You know I mean, we usually think charismatic. We, we mm-hmm. think Pentecostal. Uh, and that's the main scene when you go to a Chicano-based church. But when you start talking theology, that's when people kind of start backing away from you. Like, ah, maybe that's just too theological. Yeah, just give me Jesus. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> what about Jesus? Exactly. Let's talk about that then. <laughs> and it's crazy because I think Vody Bauckham, if you guys don't know, you guys know. Oh, no, yeah, I love Vody. Right? I love Vody. Uh, he said it was one of his sermons where he was mm-hmm. talking and he was just like, look, you would never accept any other profession mm-hmm. where the dude says, I've been doing this for 25 years and I don't know nothing. Exactly. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that. I've heard that. Like, if you Seriously. go to a profession, you say the dude's been there for 25 years and you say, hey, let me come alongside you and let me learn from you so I can learn how to do the job as well. Because obviously being 25 years, you have some experience, you have some knowledge that I can feed off of, right? And what if this dude says, you know, hey, I've been here for 25 years, but I don't really, I don't really know much. 
Yeah, yeah. Man, I ain't no expert. Yeah, right? no expert. Okay. what? Twenty five years, you better be an expert. What are you talking you about? Know, it's I, it's yeah. crazy because right now my my wife she's in the middle of nursing school, mm-hmm. and so she's learning all these technical terms. I'm seeing her study every night. And I'm like, man, what the heck? That's a whole lot of stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, man, I would rather have a nurse know all of their stuff uh-huh. than somebody that just says, you know, I just know how to do CPR. You know, yeah. that's pretty much it. Yeah. It's like, no, like we need to understand the full spectrum of of how it all works, why this, why that, so that we so that all of us could could to could come to the knowledge of Jesus and, and and understand everything about it so that we can be assured of what we know and not just recite something someone told us. Absolutely I agree. Yeah. It's like almost like the idea that like the spiritual we know is way more important than the physical, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet you're not gonna go to a surgeon that doesn't remember anything he learned in, in, uh, in doctor's right? Exactly, like, yeah. He's unsure himself. Says, "Yeah, I'm, I'm no expert, bro. You yeah. better be." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my life is on the line, bro. You ain't or, me open, or in today's yeah. age, he's gonna he's gonna be like, "Hold on, let me YouTube it real quick." Yeah. <laughs> well, let me see what this doctor says. <laughs> hey, 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 bro. When you think about it, our lives are on the line. It yeah. Is, no. Yeah. It's, it's huge. It's, it's, we, we don't. We don't think. We don't think that kind of you know drastic measures like. Okay, so maybe I don't know the theology. So what? There's gonna be a time when you're gonna hit some, maybe some rough times in your walk, and what's gonna happen? You're gonna question it yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. what? Do you have enough foundation, enough theology about who Jesus is and what He's done on the cross to keep you? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and it's funny because again, you probably heard it too. That's just head knowledge. That's just head knowledge. Yeah, I've heard head it all knowledge the time. won't save you. Head knowledge. And, and I agree with mm-hmm. that, right? There has to be uh, like a, a saving theology. Shailen says it like this: theology. Must lead to doxology. Yeah, absolutely, and, and it's this idea that look at dude when, when I don't when I don't feel it, what I know has to be enough. Yeah, you know, and I've been there in my life, and I'm sure everybody has, yeah. right? When you get in your walk, and you don't you don't you don't feel, feel like a Christian. You don't you, you, yeah. if you either you've fallen into sin, you yeah. failed, you've messed up, and and I'll, I'll be the first one to say I've been there. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah. and the re- thank God for His grace, but the reality is, is that without a true understanding of of His grace, right? Because I mean, maybe I'm the one who's experienced this, but when you fall short, if it feels like sonship just leaves you and you're, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. like this bastard. Oh, yeah. Can I say that on your podcast? No, yeah, you or orphan. Yeah. 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 It's, like, it's in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, right? But yeah. understanding the grace of God is sufficient, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and not knowing that, man, I, it would have been, I'm not saying I still would have lost sonship not knowing that, but I, it would have been so much harder. Yeah. Right? I wouldn't yeah. have been able to get back up and keep going, right? It's like, yeah. What you know steps in, right? Your 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 theology steps into your doxology when when in the heart when when the stuff proverbial stuff hits the fan, right? What's I think it's Archie Pro that says it. He says it like that. He says, like, "How do you know, or how do you know that God's gonna keep you in the morning when you wake up?" I heard something like that. I heard him in one of his teachings say something like that. Like, how do you know that God is gonna let you wake up, or how do you know that you're gonna make it through the day, or how do you know when you hit those tough times? That, that God is going to ultimately keep you. Because if you don't know, you're going to run away. Absolutely. And, and the Jesus that's being portrayed in mainstream kind of churches is not the Jesus of the Bible, honestly. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a real hippie, non-offending kind of, I just want to love on everybody kind of Jesus. But Jesus, uh, he made his authority from Scripture. Yeah. His point was to... Say, as it is written, this is why it's written, and I come to fulfill this, Absolutely. and I come to do this. But if you, if you don't know, okay, oh, this is what happened in the New Testament, or the Old Testament, and this is how it led up to this point. 
you're not going to understand those terms. If you don't see Christ in the Old Testament, you're just going to skip through the genealogy. Exactly, right? exactly. Seriously. Like, what are all these names? I can't even pronounce them. Next. I only know John 3.16. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, and that may be sufficient for, for some people, but again, yeah. you can't eat that your whole life, yeah. right? It's, 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 you got to grow. It's like, yeah. it's like the church is the only place where we, we encourage immaturity. Bro, bro, look, look, look. To our shame, Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormons, Muslims, they kind of put us, they beat us in this area because they're learned and they're well learned and they know what they they believe. Although it's false, what they believe, uh, they know their stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're trained, they're 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 taught, and they all have the same system working throughout all their churches. So any you talk to any Jehovah's Witness, they're gonna give you the same answer. Yeah. You talk to any Mormon, they're gonna give you the same answer. They're never gonna contradict each other. And we should be more than that. We have the truth. We have the truth of the gospel. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think Absolutely. we're the only ones that are really uh, divided in all kinds of areas. Right? And I think that's the other side of the coin, too, is that not only will the knowledge of Christ and, and all the things that are in the Bible, um, not only does it keep us, but also keeps us away from the false. Yeah. yeah. It, keeps, it, it keeps us in, in that area where it's like, no, we, we don't associate in that way or we don't. Um, condoning any of this stuff because this is why and it says yeah. it right here in the Bible and that's what that's what keeps us and also keeps us away from the false things yeah dude yep. Sola Scriptura man I always make it <laughs> a, an emphasis and Serious. whenever I can do that the, that scriptures alone are the authority for faith and practice absolutely and so if we go outside of that then it's your opinion versus mine you know what I mean basically mm-hmm. what it is you know? if we know even the word of God does the work of God by the spirit of God it's not Mm-hmm. It's not any other method, right? Everybody yeah. wants to know what's the trick to, to healthy church or what's the yeah. trick to a healthy small group. Yeah. yeah. Preach the word, Preach bro. The Bible, <laughs> it does bro. the work. Do, it does the work. Yeah, and we have confidence that that we are saved not of ourselves, not of our yeah. own doing. Mm-hmm. It is a gift of God. So we are called to be faithful uh, proclaimers of the, uh, of the gospel, and God will do the rest. Absolutely. No, that's all we got to do. We just proclaim, and God will take care of, take care of everything else. So. So, yeah, man, I think it's dope uh, what you're doing, what you're going to start, and I'm excited to see where it goes, bro, honestly. You know what I mean? Like, this is something this is something big that I think is going to pop off and it's going to be dope, bro. You know what I mean? So, uh, keep at it, bro. <laughs> really excited about it. Yeah. So how, many, is, how many people you got working behind the scenes or what? So, right now, there's, there's four of us, mm. right? Uh, it's four very, very... So, we're all in the same church right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've we have a very long standing relationship, you know, and we mm-hmm. we've kind of been on this journey together, right? Um, yeah. I guess keep reforming. That's yeah. always going to be the always idea. Reforming, right? Always reforming. Yeah. So reform the rasa. <laughs> so that's where we're at. If you've yeah. ever been to Bell Gardens, you know that we're right yeah. in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, yeah. yeah, that's there. There's four of us right now. Um, the intention is to expand when necessary and not yeah. to when not necessary, right? We're going to let God decide that. And, yeah. yeah. And basically, we want to see people who have a heart for that ministry. Um, one of the things we want to, we want, we want to create the opportunity within our church. Um, and we think that furthers the movement for where yeah. we're at in the local church, right? We're not exclusively going to be from our church, mm-hmm. but uh, that is our home base. Praise yeah. the Bell Gardens is where yeah. we're at. And, and that's what we're, we're doing, you know? Yeah, That's man. cool. Yeah, sounds dope, man. Yeah, man. So I mean, uh, dude, this is this is actually really dope because um, we're not the only ones that have that have the same mentality. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Oh, yeah. it's good we, to we, that we were just talking about this stuff yeah, like the other day too. Yeah. 
it's good to know that there's other brothers out there that, that are doing the same thing. You know what I mean? And yeah. you said you want you want to start a podcast soon, also. Yeah, right? so we're we're hoping to launch the Post Ten and Russ podcast next year sometime. And nice. so uh, we have a few things in the work. Uh, we're also one of the things that that's just a little side thing is. Uh, we, we want something that represents the culture a little bit. You know, yeah. we're, we're from the L.A. area. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are Hispanic. That's not mean we're limited to Hispanics. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. we're be that kind of yeah, exactly. crazy organization. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with, uh, but, but yeah, I sent you some stuff for some of the merch stuff yeah, that we're yeah. coming out with, Ooh, too, and bro. we're really excited about so that. So you guys have a website, too? Our website is actually under construction right now. We're getting okay. ready to. So so our, our hope is that the magazine and the website launch simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Um we're, we're trying to hit a lot of stuff running at the same time but we think it's oh yeah there's a lot of work that goes into yeah yeah so yeah, there's a lot of work yeah. so uh, it just so happens that uh, the sabbatical season of my life is the perfect opportunity um kind hey. of sovereign overall so me and my wife are, <laughs> me and my wife are vacationing yeah. and taking the kids out and then we're also working on this stuff on the side mm. I also have a full time job so yeah uh, doing that and mm-hmm. uh that's, that's good bro that's really yeah. good bro hey Man, when those shirts come out, bro, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the first one to get, buy one of those. We're excited about that. Dude, I'll show it to you right yeah, now, yeah. dude. It's gonna be dope, man. <laughs> I'll be flashing those things all over the place, dude. Yeah. But that, that's dope, man. That's dope. That's, that's real cool, man. I'm, I mean, uh, I didn't even know that there was a group of kind of reformed Latinos, biblical Latinos out there before I met. Shout out to Reverend Rudy out there, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't know that there was a whole group of us out there that can actually talk these theological terms and not be ashamed and know what, what they believe. You know I was mean? surprised too, man. <laughs> I, was, I remember talking to my boy, I was friends with him, and I was like, who's this dude, man? I gotta meet this guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's and he's reformed. Yeah. And he keeps a hood, man. Yeah, he keeps yeah, a hood, man. So, yeah, so yeah, that, that's definitely uh, our goal right here uh, to reach the La Raza, the Hispanic community. But like you said, we're not limited to that. You know, anybody mm-hmm. can just listen and learn you know what I mean yeah. like that's all we're trying to do we're trying to edify people we're trying to encourage them get them thinking a little bit differently deal with hard topics and issues that are going on in the culture today yeah. we, you know we had an episode on abortion you know what I mean and that's something people don't want to talk about you know what I mean yeah. so we're going to talk about it we're gonna, we're, we got more things coming out too we're going to hit some more uh, theological uh, doctrine that's what we really want to get at we had our we, we did our thing kind of in, in the culture, how being a godly woman and a, and a godly man in this kind of liberal society. Uh, testimonies from, you know, gang, our Gangsta Grace series. But we want to hit some hard doctrinal stuff. That's I mean, cool, man. I think that's, that, cool. that's where it's at right there. So, sky's the limit, you know what I mean? That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, man. So, you got any, you got any questions, Justin? Uh, none. No, I think I think that was that was pretty cool. Just everything that's that's moving forward, like how you said, it's it's just crazy how all these things are like moving at almost at the same time. Yeah, like everything's like picking up speed, and even even in our own church, I'm I'm seeing that like just the growth, and and that's just something that that God's just been showing me in just this past year, just like what real discipleship is, yeah. and 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 how that is what brings the growth. Because I mean we and, and I mean we have a small congregation. We've seen the numbers go from like you know, from like fifteen people sitting to about like sixty people in the service, yeah. and, and just going up and down between there. But what what's really has kept those that are still around is the fellowship, is yeah. the the talking with scripture, and 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 even to um, what's it called um, being a part of each other's lives. Yeah. Where we're able to to display the gospel with with even just how we uh, respond to situations in our lives and even just sharing the word, you know, in and out of the season. 
Um, then, and so just seeing that and, and just reading back to Acts and even just seeing how the early church started and how they were with each other every day. And I noticed that those that, that ended up falling away, they always avoided that. They always avoided, you know, the, the daily communication. They always avoided the hangouts or Isolate. fellowships. Yeah. They isolated themselves. And so, you know, uh, unfortunately they left. And so just seeing that, it just encourages me more so to want to continue in this step with, the, with, with those who are faithful right now in our church and in our congregation and, and just moving forward from there. Yeah. That's what it's all about, man. That's what it's all about. Yeah. And so I'm excited. So where, where can people right now, you have an Instagram page right now, right? So. Yeah, you can find us at the Post Tenebrae Society on Instagram. I think it's some weird... Uh, Post dot, <laughs> dot and, and we'll put that in the episode oh, yeah. notes too. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna link it up. We're gonna link it up. Yeah, yeah, and you can find us there for right now. Go ahead and give mm-hmm. us a follow. Uh, we got some other giveaways coming up. We're gonna be giving away some books and. Oh, nice! Uh, I got some some copies of uh, uh, what is it? Sproul. It's our new Archie Sproul book called. You know, I know it's, he's not, but it's a new book. Yeah. Um, Truths we confess. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I got a few copies of Truths we confess. That and that's going over the Westminster Confession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So yeah. we're gonna be giving that out. Uh, trying, trying to get a get out there, get our name out there. Yeah, so, that's dope. Man. So we're that's just dope. trying that's to uh, to build a rapport, build a little following, and we can hopefully start giving away some free resources. No, right. hopefully this will this will uh, help you guys as well. You know, yeah. put yeah, yeah, yeah. You no know, uh, to all our listeners. So, you hey, know, go, go ahead. follow them on Instagram. Post on the yes. society. Uh, wait for that magazine and just stay tuned for you know this whole thing, this whole movement. I'm gonna call it a movement because that's what that's what it's gonna be. Yeah. It's gonna, yeah. <laughs> and so stay tuned and wait out for for the magazine. Everything's coming. Uh, don't be afraid of uh, theology. Don't be afraid of doctrine. Don't be afraid of these words because these are the words that in those hard times is what's gonna hold you down. Mm-hmm. Who God is, what you believe God is, who Jesus is, what He has done for you. If you don't know these kind of things, uh, you're gonna run. I mean, Paul, Peter says this, you know, you have forgotten, you know, what, what you have learned. Don't don't forget, you know what I mean? That's what's going to hold you down in, in those yeah. hard times, you know what I mean? So uh, it was dope, man, just having you on and uh, just talking about these kind of things, man, because I think it's important for us to bring to the table and have a discussion these kind of things, you know what I mean? Because if we don't talk about them, then who's going to talk about it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. That's all we're trying to do here. Well, it was an honor being on with you guys, and I, I thank you for the opportunity. Oh, yeah. thank you, man. Coming all the way out from Whittier. Yeah, shout out to <laughs> all the homies in Whittier. Hey, yeah. hey speaking about Whittier, you did you, you did the the label for uh, a service, didn't you? I did the, the cross and teardrop one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, that's man. crazy. Yeah, that, that gives you credibility in the streets, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually blasted all over Whittier, you know, a lot of tattoo shops. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, bro. Hey, so if you see the cross with the teardrop, that's. Uh, the servant's logo. We got the, the the man behind behind the creation right here. So, that's dope, man. So hey, thank you once again for coming coming down and just having mm-hmm. this conversation with us, the listeners. I hope it was edifying. I hope it was encouraging, and maybe you feel challenged just to get into your word more and and look up these kinds of issues. You know, what I mean, <coughs> Romans nine, anyways. Uh, <laughs> So hit us up with, <laughs> with any uh, questions, comments, concerns, or rebukes. We're at reformrasa at gmail.com. Uh, drop a like uh, on the Facebook page. Uh, hit, uh, follow us on Instagram. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on every podcast streaming po- platform out there. Mm-hmm. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Give us that five stars on, on Apple. And um, you know, I'm blessed just to see where this is going to go. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Gracias for tuning in. This has have, this have been another episode of Reformed Rasa. 
I'll see you on the next one. May God be glorified through the edification of the saints and narrato vatos. Peace. This is for the rest. This is for the rest.